What's going on, everyone? It's the RMR Podcast coming live from the Hush House after party at MJ BizCon. 2022 MJ BizCon at that. Mitch from Respect My Region. Joey J. Ping. How you doing today, Joey? Man, it's been a long day. We're uh, rounding things out. Hush House is lit. There's music in the back. It's really a vibe. Yeah, they got a band. They've had, I think, two different bands tonight and a DJ. Yeah. Two different bands, a DJ. The live music is definitely, I'd say, a Chicago-inspired there's cannellin in the building. You're sipping on some cannellin right now. Cannellin. We got some Long Beach fire. Like, it's a vibe. As as the youngins say, it's a it's been a movie here all night. Yeah. Shout out Vanessa and Kay. What they're doing, you know, in Chicago with Hush. They they brought a little bit of that grown and sexy to cannabis out here in Vegas, which they said they wanted to do. Yeah. Um, you know, MJ BizCon's always crazy. The the convention floor was massive this year. Uh, and it was two stories, so it was just this massive convention room floor times two. Uh, I remember the first time you and I came, 2017, and it was pretty overwhelmingly big. And then, uh, you know, came a couple years after that, but then I had a kid. I took some time off from COVID. I hadn't been for a while. You had. And then when I came back last year for the first time in, like, three years, it had grown so much. And then coming this year, it had grown from last year. It is uh, one floor of packed every year, and then this year expanding the two floors and entirely packed, plus the size and scale of some of the activations is really impressive. So the overall quantity of just over, like, people there, really huge. I remember one of the first years we were here, the first couple, that about something like 27,000 was the number we heard, right? Or something 30, like that. Yeah, something yeah. around 30,000. Like, we're hoping to hit 30,000, right? This year, we were told they're hoping to hit 35, right? With the floors on top, you know, the two the two floor experience, and there was a patio outside for, seemingly it was for smoking weed. That you know? was new. Yeah, so a lot of really cool things going on, a lot of expansion-wise with uh, MJ BizCon for sure. And it was, it felt like I was in New York, you know? You walk in and there's booths for as far as you can see. It's like skyscrapers in the middle of Manhattan yes, for as far yes. as you can see. And it wasn't empty anywhere. There was nowhere that was like, uh, they didn't quite sell enough sponsorships or they were a little too ambitious. Everything was yeah. like, damn, every inch of this massive space <laughs> is taken up. Yeah, and I entirely agree. Uh, as soon as you walk in, the top floor and the bottom floor, it was it was like identical. It was literally like I was in one of those, like you were saying, like city after city and just booth after booth and row after row. Yeah, when we were leaving today, we didn't know if we were on the second floor or the first floor. Until I honestly <laughs> forgot where I was at. I totally forgot which fucking place we were. We spent so much time on both floors. I did not know. Yeah. I couldn't recognize that there was no differentiators. It was tough. So I'll say, like, some of the, you know, the things out there to think of, like, when we put out content, it's very, uh, you know, we talk about the industry, where it stands, what people can do to stand out, what people are doing that's standing out, you know, in, in various capacities. So when it comes to booth and activations, I know you have a lot of feelings, but we look out there. There's definitely the booths that people somehow paid a lot for, and whether they're the one that paid or they paid someone that's sitting there on their phone not engaging anyone. Yeah. There's stuff out there with music. There's cars. There's people doing card tricks. Whoa. Candy. Yeah, what? Well, <laughs> candy. You're, you're easy. You're, you're an easy mark. You just put out sweet, some sour candy, and J-Ping's coming running. Give me some chocolatey candy or some gummies or some non-infused samples, and I'm hanging out at your booth twice, for sure. But what, At least twice. Outside of candy, what else did you see that you thought <laughs> captured your eye? 
and, and, and this is even not just what you're looking for, but what people did a good job in oh. congruence with the crowd that they were looking no, for, in your absolutely. opinion. You know, walking around, you know, you see a lot of these automation companies, right? Uh, with their, you know, the, the they, they fill your pre-rolls, right? They they create your capsules, right? They, they help you uh, make edibles and cook things. It, those people stand around. Admittedly, those people stand around. They're just trying to sell... So they don't get any props in terms of how to do it right. At least their like machines are clicking, and there's like sounds and noise coming around because you're kind of inclined to look. But other than that, those ones no. I really enjoy all the rolling papers and lighter companies when they give away funny or cute or trendy stuff. I like patterns. I like colors. Um, I like you know when people have the examples of stuff with cool brands that's super dope i like getting handed you know some really cool swag today trees had that really nice bag with trees uh, in it with yeah, actual trees tree, yeah trees with a z uh they they had that really really nice bag that i liked uh, and a nice uh, water bottle uh not some not cheap stuff like you know we really like we really like you know products being handed at these events that are nice and going to be used and kept um, in terms of experiences um, I saw iSpire walk their dab rig. I saw uh, uh, a mascot version of that walking around. I thought that was hilarious. Um, they had a really great booth too with their uh, with a, with po live podcasts at that as well. So that's definitely getting going to get attention when that's happening. Um, some really solid experiences, but you know, MJ BizCon is really about. Uh, it gets so busy, and the, the, the word of the, we know this, Mitch, the word of the week here is overwhelming. I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. It overwhelms the senses. And so if you can figure out a way to capture someone's attention without overwhelming them, that's a really solid way. I'm easy with the food because people are thirsty, hungry, and didn't eat all day. So if someone would have had anything such as an orange or a snack, I would have hung out and talked to them for the duration of me eating that. Branded water bottles were a miss for me. I didn't see any. There was water not bottles. enough hydration, and having simple branded plastic water bottles, yeah. and then having people going around the floor encouraging people to stay hydrated. I think if you had people encouraging everyone to be hydrated, and then everyone was Agreed. then talking about, I wasn't even thinking about drinking water until these people told me to stay hydrated, yeah. and it was this X company's name who was on there. That would spur some word of mouth stuff. I think and that's a cheesy each cheap one but i didn't see anyone do that and just because i didn't drink enough water and you see everyone on linkedin encouraging everyone to stretch and hydrate but nobody in the flesh was saying hydrate say hey, come over here and follow us for some yoga stretches that'll help your lower back i guarantee if somebody had an activation with that there'd been motherfuckers stretching Respect my all region day. mj bizcon yoga sesh yeah. coming soon meet us at 420 come for five day one day two and day three i'm just kidding no just day one and day two mj bizcon we'll do yoga stretching sessions mitch leading it yeah i'm not leading it i'm not flexible enough to be the model <laughs> no that's a wonderful point though we always say, you know, a lot of these people are chirping on LinkedIn about, you know, tips for this, tips for that. Who's really leading by example in terms of the brands or the the, the impactful uh, uh, leaders in our community at this event, right? We saw uh, MJ Biscon and the Black Cannabis Magazine had their panels and their they were crushing, today. they were killing Crushed it, rushed it all day uh, while they were there. Uh, people there, activity, excitement, interviews, content. 
uh, Exhibit walking around, Chris Ball walking around. Really, really exciting. Uh, rumors of Kevin Kevin Garnett was on the floor today. I saw pictures. I didn't see him, but I saw pictures. Wow. How cool is that? You know, it's, it's exciting when, when Hall of Famers, you know, legends are truly respected legends are, are entering yeah. the space and doing great things. And shout out Hazy, man. We got I, we really got to shout out Black Black Cannabis Magazine, man, because that area over there with those panels uh, had some great stuff going on. But those guys brought out like 10x the people. They had a crazy audience. They curated crazy panels, like a super dope group of a lot of different people yes. and a lot of impactful players were coming out having impactful conversations. And then clearly people wanted to hear that, like. You just saw cannabis culture, obviously black culture, just coming out and, and supporting itself. And that's something that so many aspects of cannabis, not just conferences, but so many aspects of cannabis leave out, don't leave room for. And when the opportunity is given, you watch and see what, what that, that, that side of the culture does. And it's just dope to see the support, the positivity, the talking. Everybody's trying to provide game, uplift yeah. one another. So shout out Hazy for real, man. You put together some dope panels. And then it was clearly just being around that area was, I mean, that was like the most impactful people and great energy in such a small area I saw, honestly, on the convention room, inside the convention room the whole time we were here. Everything at, that I walked around and saw at the trade show was pretty standard and normal and he could have easily blended in until those panels happened like that from what at least what I saw everything like there was multiple people I talked to that couldn't find the press area they couldn't do this do that but here the reality is is that it was popping during those panels there was people spilling out all over the place and it was heavy hitters and fans we met somebody that was so excited just to be around that area right there, remember yeah. that? And, and to meet us and to be listening to the game going on and to be there with, you know, he was there for the panelists and we just happened to walk up on it and it's, he couldn't help but ask the questions that he's been denying to ask people, you know? And that's what this is all about, is sharing that education, sharing that game. Shout out to Hazy again, because that panel right there, you've been connecting us to someone that was huge. Like that was, you know, just being able to help that person. That That's a highlight of the whole trip, no matter how that, turns into or whatever like just helping someone like that is really truly what it's all about and it's dope to see obviously mj bizcon you know no it's not disrespect to them they're business first it's in the name mj bizcon it is very much the business um and so it's not like it's necessarily ex you know excluding the culture but it's also not necessarily including the culture but you see the culture kind of include itself whether it's, you know, obviously hazy and, and everything was going on around that activation, Gas House, Exhibit, Red Man, you know, different aspects of that culture to, to Jimmy, you know, Divine, to so many different people out here that are just representing different sides of cannabis and, and the real culture and obviously inside on the business. Yeah, and they yeah. make their way out here and the impact that they have. It's a unique place to see so many suits. And maybe not so many people of the culture, but it's not underrepresented. You know yeah. what I mean? It's definitely out there's, here. There's definitely a lot of the blazer wearing suits, the accountants, the CPAs, lawyers, firms walking around. But there's a lot of people here that are legacy trappers from their various states, their various cities, wherever they're from. And they're here to learn. They're here to figure out how, you know, how to make some shit happen, how to enter the market or even how to stay fucking illegal and just make rosin better, dude, you know? Like, it's really as simple as that. MJ Biscon has so much technology, automation, manufacturing, 
people in here, there is a lot of creativity stirring around that room, and the energy is real. The energy is real, real. Tomorrow, even though everyone's tired, they're gonna go real hard again for about three quarters of the day, and then they're gonna crash. Get the hell back on home. And next week, they're following up on their leads, making some shit happen, man. MJ BizCon is all about business, but the culture does come here and congregate, gather, and we celebrate and we party like this, you know? And, you know, there's a lot of comments. You know, a lot of people stand this. A lot of people hype it up. A lot of people on LinkedIn talk shit about it. You know, people on Instagram, people all over social media talk shit about it. Whether they say it's not what it used to be or it's this or it's that. I'm not here to argue any of that. But I think that the there's an importance of around the end of the year, 30,000, 40,000, 20,000, whatever, tens of thousands of people from all over the country in legal cannabis, interested in legal cannabis, helping shape legal cannabis, come together and exchange what they saw and what they think is gonna come next year. Whether that's on a panel, on a stage, whether it's paid media, or whether it's conversations at the Chandelier Bar, it does not matter. Having those conversations, whether you're learning something new, reaffirming something you already think, getting a new perspective, it at least stimulates those thoughts inside your head and I think the transference of those thoughts and that energy is positive even if it doesn't breed something that's super unique and oh my god I the, the sky's cleared and God spoke directly to me it's just reaffirming something you already thought yeah. but that that inspiration that reaffirmation can have a massive impact on the next year oh yeah all the seeds that you plant here this year in your, in your state, in your city, in your region, nationally, internationally, whatever it is. MJ BizCon is a place you can launch your brand. It's a place you can launch your education. It's a place you can launch the addiction and the passion for this cannabis industry. You can, you'll learn here coming that it's not a perfect industry. Social equity is lacking. Diversity exists, but it's not equal or balanced or really there in some, some of these parts of the community and that there are people fighting for that balance. There are people sharing their platforms. There are people that, uh, there are brands that are doing the right thing. But you gotta stick yourself out there. You gotta show up to these places and put yourself there. You don't even have to go to MJ BizCon. Technically, if you're really smart about it, pull up, park, get an Uber, go to the trade show convention center, and just hang out outside and walk around inside and you will meet a ton of people. It's it just really simple as that. Are you going to meet as many people as you could inside? No. But you are still going to meet 100, 200 solid individuals if you really put your time and effort into it. And this event is highly curated. So if you're looking for someone, just ask and they're going to point you. And simple as that. It's, you know, if you're in Vegas during MJ BizCon or Weed Week, so many people here for cannabis everywhere you go, whether it's the elevator or anything, you have the badge on, you smell like weed, or you just start up a conversation, you'll end up talking to someone that's here for cannabis. So whether you're here for the convention or not, you know, the way to really maximize it is have conversations. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a couple individuals really work a room, and I've, you know, just people watched and paid respect where I'm like, dude, I've just seen this guy in the background shake hands and introduce himself to 50 people at this one event. Wow, that guy's crushing it. If everyone did that, they'd be crushing it, you know? I remember that guy. Too. He and, was crushing and it. And I've, I've seen him bopping around here. But then whether it's that or just starting the random conversation in the elevator, I'm not going to go shake hands with 50 strangers. It's not going to happen. 
You know, even if you paid me to do it, it probably wouldn't happen. Yeah. But in these situations, I aim to be more outgoing and start far more conversations than I ever would in my regular life because that's what we're here for. Even tonight, we just did a little pop-up. We're doing a little show. A bunch of people come in saying, what's up, saying hello. We could just be to ourselves and be sitting on our phone and being super introverted. But we can pop up, say hello, shake their hand, say, hey, man, what brings you in today? What, what, what do you do? Where are you from? And just breaking it down just like that and being friendly, you know, just start chopping it up. And you learn a lot. You make a lot of friends that way. And we're blessed to do what we do, to have partners. Like tonight, big shout out to Hush House behind me. You guys see him here, man. Big shout out to our host, our gracious host, Hush House. We've got really great music going on. You hear that band crushing it? Yeah, they're doing their thing. Fuck, dude. I love when they go, when these bands go hard, you know? Like, shout out to our flower sponsor tonight, Top Shelf Cultivation out of Long Beach. We got the Wosi Woe. We got the Cannoline on the drink. Mitch is finishing that up. Talk to us a little bit about Cannoline. Mitch, what were your thoughts? So, you know, Black owned. Shout that out. You know, Chris is doing his thing. He was on our podcast, Chris and Kenny, a couple weeks ago. Uh, Chris really knows weed. He's a real connoisseur of weed. Yep. And is a, is like a flavor chemist, man. This dude also knows the other side. And so uh, I don't think you were there. You, you weren't there for that episode. So he started Cannoline. Uh, he wasn't even really thinking of lean as in a drink additive, like added to Sprite Lean. He was yep. thinking as the healthiest way to consume cannabis. <laughs> You know, like a lean, but then it just so happened to work with lean and the culture, and it was not even his intention, and kind of like threw him for a loop. Yeah. Um, but created a product, you know, there's the flavorless, and then there's the flavored versions. You can add them to drinks. It's just, he's really, dude, he's smart dude, great dude, and really just wanted to create a product for patients that was just everything that patients needed, no sugar, no everything, just real health conscious, wealth, you know, healthy. Uh, but what they're doing over there, and he told me this coming in tonight, that when they do events, they come up with actual recipes to use their drinks, I not see. just your basic stuff. And I've only had the cushion orange juice, but this thing tastes like a creamsicle. And I'm, I don't even drink things like this. And I'm going to go back and get a second one. And I'm probably predicting at least a third. It is quite delicious. I really do wish I didn't drink mine so fast before the episode. But the reality was is that it wasn't overly sweet or syrupy. You just kind of hit it on the head with the. They meant he, he like created it with the intention to be a healthier drink, a healthy way to consume cannabis. It tastes like that to me. This tastes like orange creamsicle, but not this crazy fake syrupy flavor. So, big shout out to Cannoline. Thank you guys for supporting this event and providing the beverages this evening. Really delicious. Shout out, really yeah, delicious. Chris and Kenny, man. You know what I'm saying? They're showing a lot of hospitality. Um, you know, it's great, though. And that's the one thing working with Hush House, right? Women-led, minority-owned business. Uh, you know, big emphasis on social equity, diversity, providing opportunity, and connecting those communities. This is by far, you know, I know there's been some minority in cannabis business uh networking events multiple ones over this week that i'm sure are pretty diverse and, and you know honestly i had one or two on our schedule we didn't quite to get to those but this has been the most diverse event that i've been to and it's very refreshing in cannabis um obviously we come from hip-hop culture which coming from seattle is diverse but it's not all the time most diverse it's still a, a mix of cultures that's heavily leaning towards the yeah. white side 
Um, but there, there's some diversity there, right? And we know through through cannabis and being around cannabis for a long time, it's such some something that whether it's the commerce of it or the the partaking in it, the consuming of it, is such a diverse thing. And so much in cannabis business is white as hell. And uh, you know, it, it's what we've come accustomed to. It's the normal, but it's also a little strange, right? Coming from what we came up with smoking and how we moved around back in the day and the communities of people that we kicked it with and operated it in, right? It, it, cannabis industry is not as diverse as that, right? Yeah. And so it is nice coming to these events that just kind of showcase more than what we're seeing at the traditional cannabis event, but it's also a representation of what it's like out there in the wild. The West Coast does its thing. Colorado does its thing. The Midwest does its thing, the East Coast does its thing. But the Midwest, the East Coast, the South is notably more diverse in these environments because there, you know, there's, there's a lot of reasons. But one thing that I've noticed is that they want to be involved and included more. It's not to say that the West Coast doesn't or like they're not trying any less or like the people that have been fighting for years haven't been doing it for anything less. But seemingly, there's some kind of statistic about some percentage of the American population being on that part of the country, right? A large portion of the country is over there. Yeah. There's just a lot more people over there, and they really want to get into weed, you know? And so it's nice to be here around more diversity, more multiple cultures, because the West Coast, we're just used to seeing the same people over and over. We're used to seeing a lot of the same stuff. Why? In L.A.? There's more black and brown in L.A. than there is in Seattle, yeah. but it's still, is there enough? No. So it's nice to see more of this helping spread the right messages, share similar stories, you know, and, and, and connect and, and really help build bridges, right? And, uh, you know, again, anybody else out there in the cannabis industry, you know, or, or not, you know, reach out. You know, we're a part of these events for a reason, you know, for a reason. You know, to bridge the gap, to give people an opportunity to get involved. So feel free to tap in, man. We're live at we're live at Hush House right yeah. now. I'm three. I'm four dabs in, man. MJ BizCon 2022 MJ BizCon live at the Hush House after party. Um, you know, it's a beautiful time. And, Mitch, what was your what was your favorite thing of the show so far? It was cool to interview Exhibit. It was dope to interview Exhibit. Uh, I mean, crushing out the interviews. You know, for me, that's a new format that we started right at the end of last year. You know, I'd like to say it was this year, but I think we did it right at the end of last year. We we kind of started dabbling in that. This year we really started moving, and so getting that format dialed in. Uh, but for me, it's really just you know kind of the inspiration and, and what we're talking about. Like what I said, you know, one of I think the magic out here is that that inspiration, the uh, the reaffirmation, the sharing of thoughts, the slight change in perspective, the running your ideas around, and then seeing some people poke some holes in it and being like, okay, I kind of needed that. Uh, it's just good to be around like-minded people, you know, because obviously we work together on multiple times a day, you know, and a, a lot of what I do is grinding behind a computer. And so it's nice to get out, be around just not just the people from Cali, but the people from all over the country. Yeah. Um, and just get that time to, to, to just network and again, share ideas and, and think about, oh, this is what worked for us this year and learn about what worked for other people this year. Because obviously we have the content side of what we report on, but from the agency side, you know, we have people that we don't just want to root for, but people we work for that we're like, we want these guys to win, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so just learning how people are winning in those ways to win, you know, that's that's what I'm out here to do. And I think it's been cool talking to people and just sharing thoughts and ideas, man. 
It's so, uh, and, and a lot of different perspectives. MJ BizCon unites and brings a lot of people that normally wouldn't get a chance to congregate together and, and come together and share these stories. You know, the panels are great. Um, the booth spaces and the activations, those are great opportunities for people to connect and touch and, and embrace and, and share and collaborate to some degree. But, you know, these events like this, you know, the trade show floor, outside smoking, outside on that new patio that they have, you know, there's, there's seemingly just a lot of different moves uh, being made just all over MJ BizCon. And, and now what's funny is I think that even tonight, how many major huge you know events are happening this evening a lot shangri-la with with you know fairchild is tonight yeah, method in red with with high times yep. athena's doing something jungle boys and athena yeah. right so you know we are we're here supporting our illinois fam we're supporting and shout out Kenigma too they're probably gonna you know oh, they yeah. might i don't know if they'll see this point of the, the episode we were supposed to pull up at dinner yeah uh, we, man we were here we were here setting up you guys already know man it's hard it's hard to get to all these events and travel and time it. Traffic pushed us late, waiting outside of MJ BizCon for a ride pushed Back us late. issues. Back <laughs> issues. Like, you uh, know, just the, just the grind. Uh, so many things to overcome. MJ BizCon is a tricky, tricky beast. You know, timing, travel, the hotel, the having to bring gear to stuff. You know, it's, it's definitely not easy. So, you know, big, big respect, you know, for you to put this together. Big respect to... Hush off for doing it at MJ BizCon. You guys created this crazy week of an experience years ago, you know? That allows us to come and make content or spin off events or be a part of networking. Crazy. You know, it, it's what, again, we're saying people love it, people hate it, but, you know, I always feel blessed to be able to take advantage of this. You know, we come from the music yeah. realm where you want to promote a show, you want to sell a mixtape, you go to a college, you go outside another show. You find out where your target demographic is and you go get in the street and get right next to them, you know? And so that's been a lot of our process in cannabis. So this event, whether it's too corporate for some people or too this for others, this is where people that we want to meet are at. We're going to get out here and meet people. And, and I think, you know, my one unsolicited piece of advice, and I'll ask you for years after, but my one solic unsolicited piece of advice are for people out here to, to best take advantage of, of MJ BizCon is it's not always a numbers game unless that's your goal you know you have a target person you want to talk to and maybe it's a numbers game within that mj bizcon is filled with people from all over the country all walks of life these big machine companies that everyone complains about hey there's too many of them those people only need to sell to like a handful of people to crack their nut because they're you know the the return on their product products is so high so they're out there's thirty thousand people out here they want to talk to a small percentage of them so I think understanding that, for the companies that understand that, that's obviously why they're here time and time again, and, and it's probably cash flow positive for them. But for those out here that don't, if you want to be a part of MJ BizCon or you just want to come out here, whether you have a booth or not, I think understanding who you want to meet and then figuring out a way of how you can penetrate those people. You know, the water bottle idea we were talking about earlier, that's a way to maybe have the most people having word of mouth for you. but. If your goal is only to talk to cultivators or something, having everybody talk about you doesn't really matter unless they're talking about you in a cultivation light or yeah. all the cultivators are talking about you. So these people out you said, you know, you like it when people have nice merchandise to give out. They think, oh, that's too expensive. And it's like if you have 200 of those stashed behind and you have conversations with 2,000 people and through those conversations you qualify who is deemed worthy of one of the 200 items you have, and you don't just give them the item, but you also take extra time 
having that conversation to establish that rapport, build a lead off it, that's valuable, right? It's yes, not, it just yes. doesn't have to be, oh, I got to give nice merch out. I got to print 30,000. No. Who is your you only need to give that to your target demographic. Yes. And you should have a strategy to reach those people. If you don't, then you're fucking yeah. up from the start and you shouldn't even be here. People at MJ BizCon have been dropping that ball all week long. It's, it's a free-for-all. Give as many mints away. Give as many stickers, lighters, lanyards, pins, fucking pins. Like, love pins because they're cute and it's all heady and culture and, and you know what I mean? But fuck, dude. I, I don't, how many how many rosin press pins can one rosin company create, dude? All of mine have gone in the trash. For all the companies oh, out there that have ever God. given me one, I feel bad for Mother Earth. I've never kept a single one. Every pin I try to wear... I end up like reaching for something and it fucks up my jacket or catches and then pops off on the ground and probably hurts an old lady walking with some sandals, you know what I mean? Because then you got that pointy shit pointing upwards or it pops a tire, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. fuck. Pins? I'm not a pin guy. I'm just not. Yeah. So the merch and the items have been disappointing this year for sure, with the exception of trees and... Shout out to everybody that had candy because I, you know, I'm just liable to walk past booths with food or drinks. You know, Green Monkey killed it. Ray's Lemonade killed it. Um, but again, I mean, the, be- the people, the companies that make beverages didn't have any beverages in bottles. Like, if you make water, where's your water? You know, yeah. where's your... Anyways, I could go on. What's it your was, what's your one unsolicited piece of advice for those to best take advantage of MJ BizCon, whether they're a booth or just attending? What's what's the general advice from I'm you? A, I'm a co-sign what you said and then add one, I guess, because I, I, you took what I wanted to say for sure. So respect to that. It was you know the fact the fact that you know you could you could give away you could go try to give away two thousand RMR business cards to every table. Like, we are in collect business cards at every table like we did in the past. There's no way we could have done that this year, Mitch. No, no. You would have had to hit every table two days in a row just on the top floor to get through a thousand booths up there and a thousand booths downstairs. Like, what the fuck? So many. So just making it a point to hang out in, in highly populated areas where there's a good chance someone you know is going to see you. And then letting people know on LinkedIn and other areas and letting your friends know that they're going to be there ahead of time, like, who you're looking for. So that way it's just introductions while you're here. And then hopefully you see people that you know or that you are connecting with on LinkedIn a little bit. And then it's just quick meetings, quick tap up, and then you're scheduling phone calls for after this. You can't, we were, I was getting on your ass about this yesterday. We can't spend too much time on any one person here. Where and your minutes and your seconds are valuable. Every 30, you know, your minutes are valuable every day of your life. Your seconds are valuable every day of your life. But at MJ BizCon, that, they exponentially gets value because you're trying to pack so much in to one small period of time. And on the business card tip, I don't know how many booths I've got. This isn't just MJ BizCon, Hall of Flowers, A lot everywhere. of people didn't have business cards. And you go off. up to them and you're like, hey, can I get a card? And they like have this big, awkward handout. And it's just like... That's unacceptable. If I was the type of person that had a bag, I'd go in a bag and that'd be the first thing that threw away when I was cutting up, trimming up the fat before I packed my bag to fly back home. Those pieces of paper are the first thing going in the trash. Second big, of all, yeah, big handouts I don't take. I'm an expert at this time. I don't take a bag. I don't care about swag. I'm only going to take things that are very impactful for me. So maybe this whole conference, it might be one T-shirt that I'm like, I actually will wear that. That's yeah. a nice blank you have on. I like the brand. I actually like the look of the shirt. Anyways. No one unsolicited advice plus one, right? I said add one. Nobody gave me something for free and asked me for any information. Yeah. Not one fucking booth. Not even vibes papers. 
Vibes was throwing papers at people all weekend long. Cool humans running the tables and shit. Not a single piece of data acquired for however much shit they gave away. An email or a phone number for a piece of rolling Not paper. They could collect. Not uh, they could collect a hundred thousand phone phone or phone numbers or emails. They're nationwide. They're so cool and it's out. so easy. Everybody would be happy to hopefully get. Hey man, give me your email. You never know. You might win some for free, or we just happen to send them to everybody sometimes. Like, come on, man. It's that's a missed opportunity. But even you know, back to that, like people not having business cards, and I know the and I know how BizCon rolls, and I know how cannabis rolls. A lot of this stuff is decided last minute. A lot of these people who are hired to work these booths are hired last minute, and there's a lot of, oh yeah, <laughs> that's another they, they have they thing. haven't Stop gotten me hiring models last second to represent your company. They don't know anything about your sure. They may look good or whatever. But they do not know anything about your company. They do not know anything about your products. And they, in worst cases, do not know anything about cannabis or the industry. They have no business card. They don't even know who to refer to. And we don't even seek these people out. We just go to a booth and ask someone. And then you're clearly like, you've learned through two questions. You're a model. Wow. You know, not everybody's going to like our business advice because we are what we are. We are how we are. People that like us like us. People that don't don't. You know what I mean? You like what you like. You don't what you you don't like what you don't like. But the reality is, is at MJ BizCon, time is of the value of the essence here. Data acquisition, customer acquisition. You're here to make fucking moves. And so, if you're if you're at a booth, or you're walking around, you got to keep your head up out on a swivel. You got to stay hydrated and stretch every night. You got to party each night that you're here. Cut off is one o'clock in the morning. 2 to 4 a.m. is where other business moves and shit are made for sure. So if you can tough it out, that magic is happening. That magic can happen. But those days, you know, those days for us are definitely for sure a little bit gone. I'm not staying up till 4 or 5 a.m. anymore in Vegas. Not yet. But moves definitely get made in those areas. So, you know, have someone on your team that can hang and do that or be prepared to miss some of the opportunities, you know. The, the lesson learned here is that put yourself in positions to be to make to make some magic happen. MJ BizCon, everyone is here hungry to learn or make some moves, right? So put yourself somewhere that they can that you can be seen, and uh, you know talk to people. Look left, talk to that guy. Look right, talk to that woman over there. Go straight ahead, walk ten steps, talk to someone else, and just strike up conversations. Everyone is here for be, it. Be strategic. Be strategic and make moves. And so. You know, it's been a great 2022 MJ BizCon. This is Thursday night. You know, tomorrow's the final day. I know a lot of people are leaving early in the morning or flying out midday, such as myself. Uh, I'm excited to get up out of here, close out the year, be inspired, you know, contact all the people I met this weekend in these last couple months on the road, close out our content for the North American Weed Tour. We got a couple more podcast episodes we're running. But, man, we're about to get up out of here from the Hush House. You know, people are not watching this one live. They're checking in on, on streaming services. But we'll be back. We got more content on this North American Weed Tour. It's uh, rare for us to upload an original episode like this. But it's cool when we do. This is what we used to do, you know. Taking it back. Taking it back. These people have no clue what we used to do in Seattle. They have no clue that we started in Everett. In Linwood and Elmwood and these random ass cities they no one ever heard of. So big shout out to Chicago, big shout out to Everett, big shout out to Houston, right? Big shout out to motherfucking 
Man, New York. We went to New York this year. Phoenix. Toronto welcomed us like home. Toronto. Phoenix us like home. Portland. Boston, we were home. We had lobster rolls in Maine. Maine. North American Wee Tour has been has been a has been a documentary movie this year. Absolutely. A movie. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, what episode is this, man? We, uh, you and I don't even do Armour podcast together anymore. I don't know. What Armour podcast episode? Uh, is I don't this? know. I don't even know. I should have looked. Thirty something, Canna, fifty Canna something. out. I don't know. Drinking the can. I'm gonna get some more cushion orange juice. Again, shout out Candeline. We are yeah. at the Hush House, so shout out Vanessa K. The entire Hush team. Shout out the staff here at this venue. Uh, they've been great. Just setting up all these screens was a bitch and. They did it for us, and then things I didn't like the way some of it looked, and then she went and redid everything, and it was a bitch wow. to do it. So shout out her. I didn't get her name, but she was very the, nice. The extra effort is always much appreciated. You know, it's it's the it is the proof is in the hustle and the details, the commitment to quality, and so thank you to the entire Hush team, thank you to MJ Bizcon, the cannabis community for another great week. This is uh, Respect My Region coming at you guys live here at the 2022 Hush House. There is some retro J-Lo going on. I've got a buffalo here in the studio. Shit's getting weird, so Waiting we're going to sign tonight. off. We're out. RMR Podcast. We'll be back with more content Peace. every week, probably till the end of time.